right. Now, uh, with this uh, episode of Nerds Drink Whiskey, uh, as with this entire month, uh, we, we decided to invite a true Irishman, Christian Doyle, uh, Journey Quest, uh, Gamers, and uh, Masters of the Metaverse, and so many other things. Uh, so uh, the list is long. We're not going to go through the whole list no, each time. So uh, because we want to get to the whiskey, which we got uh, Sexton. I've never heard of this Irish whiskey. The bottle is beautiful. Yes, the bottle very, is very beautiful. beautiful. Uh, and uh, but it's uh, it didn't say the age on the uh, bottle. So we got to guess the age, and then we'll uh, point uh, on the credits below. We'll. Uh, We'll say what the age is, see how close we guess. But, uh, yeah, sing, uh, so, yeah, we're going to hand the, the mic over to the bartender and have him tell us a little bit about it. All right, he already mentioned that it was the Sexton, and it is a 80-proof copper pot distilled Irish whiskey. Wow. Single malt. This is one of the single, single malt, malt. Yeah. correct. Which are different, definitely different than the regular Irish whiskeys and just the amount of time they distill them. Remember, if you don't have a mic. I'm actually looking forward to this. Now, what were you saying, Christian? Well, I was saying with these uh, with these single pot whiskeys and their single malt whiskeys, you're you're not getting that, that triple distilled smoothness. There's going to be a lot more bite to this in general. It's going to taste a bit more like a scotch than it is a normal Irish. Uh, and there's at least a few of these that we're trying today, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to them. Some of, they're always hit and miss with me. So... Uh, We'll see. I'm excited. That's kind of what I'm looking at, especially with the fact that when I saw that it was a single malt, I'm like, okay, this could very well be more like a scotch than an Irish whiskey. And me and uh, our other co-host, Ed, who is not here, damn you, Ed, um, you... um, Exactly. How dare you get sick, Ed? What is wrong with you? Maybe he tried that rogue whiskey. That is quite possible. Maybe he did try the rogue whiskey. Maybe he just drank a little too much. But, uh, no, when it comes down to this, um, I was very surprised. I can smell it from here. Oh, yeah. This is going to be very... Oh, see, here's the bottle right here, folks. It's a lovely bottle. Absolutely delicious. A skeleton with a hat on it on top, which is the Dead Gentleman logo, so that's kind of (laughs) cool. I love that. And the... uh, Oh, yeah. I just like... Bottle shape. It says, uh, this is something our, our camera woman and my wife would like. Uh, it's distilled in coffee pots. Copper pots. Oh, copper copy? Pot. Copy? No, it's copper. A, you sure that's not a coffee? It's copper. Oh, it's just copper. Okay. All right. Copper pot, like Chester Copper Pot from the Goonies. Oh. That's how you remember. Okay. Mnemonic devices. I'm all about it. All right. Uh, do you think we should uh, have bring Dark Helmet in? Yeah. All right. Dark Helmet, do your thing. Ludicrous speed. <gasps> That's not how ludicrous speed works. <laughs> Say that again on the mic. Is that not how ludicrous speed works? I think think it worked fine. I, yeah. It looked like it was about normal speed, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. So, a uh, little interesting. What are your thoughts? So, with the single malts, especially, like, obviously the color is going to be a bit darker, but it usually, like, they try to find one aspect of that flavor profile and just hit you with it over and over again in the face. Mm-hmm. 
this has smoothness despite that. Like, it wants to hit you with that flavor, but it's still too smooth to really complain about. I'm going to guess, uh, I'm going to guess about uh, 10 years on the age. I'm going eight. I'm honestly going to say, with the smoothness of this, even though it's a single malt, which you can tell that it is a single malt, you can tell this right off the bat that it is a single malt, Um, I'm going to honestly say probably about an eight to nine year. Um, It it can't be much. I I don't see it being, you know, over ten. This... Has a real nice flavor to it, though, for an Irish whiskey. I'm very, very pleasantly surprised. Um, this is delicious stuff. Um, but for a single malt, yeah, um, it's very interesting that this is an Irish whiskey and still a single malt and tastes like this. This is something that I would totally buy another bottle of if I could get my hands on it. I think that the secret to this one might be the copper pot, honestly, because I'm not getting any of the oakiness that you get from those, you know, from those big barrel casks types. It, yeah, no, it, it, it hits the flavor that it wants to hit and leaves everything else nice and smooth. I think this has, uh, it's definitely, this, this is definitely not a beginner's Irish whiskey. Uh, this is, this is, yeah, this is, uh, uh, it's got a little bit more depth, a little bit more complexity. Uh, than the other ones, uh, doesn't go down. I mean, it has a little bit more of a bite to it uh, than the than the previous whiskeys, uh, but uh, definitely good. Uh, you know, the ten, the eight to ten years that it was aged, uh, it turned out well. Um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely a good one. Um, the training wheels are off. The training wheels are off, but the the accessibility is still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not uh, this is not as dangerous as say uh, uh, an Islay or anything, but uh, which is Scot- uh, Scotch, but have that peatiness to it. It doesn't it doesn't taste like dirt, right, 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 in a good way. But yeah, or 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 like a super cheap uh, uh, five dollar bourbon. It's I mean this is this is definitely a high end uh, or mid range uh, quality whiskey, uh, but. Uh, Definitely not a beginner. So, uh, anyways, yeah, uh, Sexton uh, Irish whiskey. Um, like it was I, going for a particular flavor profile and pretty much nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, how about this, real quick? Uh, how much would you pay for 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 a bottle? What would you think a good price for a bottle of Sexton would be? I'm guessing forty to fifty dollars. I was going to say probably about forty-five to sixty tops. I don't know if I'd buy this if it was more than thirty. Okay. Yeah, totally but fair. but I'm I'm a picky picky bastard. So uh, yeah. I'm also talking about the absurd state tax that we have on yeah. our whiskey. Like it is a thirty dollar bottle of whiskey, but here it's a forty five to fifty dollar yeah. bottle of whiskey. That's, that's how our state works. That 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 that's a very good point. So uh, uh, what's uh, we, we've talked a lot about uh, your, the, the work you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. What else is Christian Doyle doing? 
one one show that that I haven't been able to completely get into because it, it kind of is not my world. Uh, but why don't you talk it up? Uh, tell people about it. What they can expect when they turn on Masters of the Metaverse. All right. Well, Masters of the Metaverse is a live play tabletop role playing show. It's kind of uh, if you've seen things like Critical Role or any of the uh, live stream, you know, RPG shows that they do. So completely mainstream, every man appeal. Ab- absolutely. Uh, well, no, obviously not. It's definitely got a certain niche, uh, you know, appeal. However, uh, Critical Role, that you know, tabletop role playing show which is hosted mostly by voice actors and we're hosted mostly by improvisers uh, has just you know done over 7 million dollars on their kickstarter this week for one animated episode so people do watch live play i mean it's it's become an actual phenomenon and uh, we wanted to not capitalize on that but still do something cuz we like playing games and we decided to do a show within a show within a show cuz i really like things that are meta so what we created was basically uh, kind of Sliders, if you remember the show Sliders, yep. meets Quantum Leap. Oh, okay. I remember everything about Sliders except for season five. Didn't exist, that's why. It's not even a real season. So the, the, uh, the story, is, it's, it's like a serialized story. We've been going for over two years now. We've got hundreds of hours of content because it's a three-hour show every Monday night, 6 p.m. Pacific on Twitch, Zombie Orpheus. Uh, and we, we, we play games with our friends, and our friends are funny, so it's great. Uh, the idea is it's these regular people that have been kidnapped by this weird government organization, and they, they get put into these pods as kind of like playtesters for like this virtual reality game that they think they're playing, only to find out that the worlds that they're visiting in the bodies of these avatars that they're inhabiting are actually real places. And half the story takes place in the real world, half the story takes place in whatever fantasy world we're going into. So we have... You know, sometimes we're superheroes, sometimes we're cowboys, sometimes we're magical space princesses, sometimes we are, you know, normal civilians running from aliens. It's different every time, but we're still playing these same characters. Now, how linear is this? Can people can people get in, jump in anywhere, or do they have to start at the beginning? No, uh, people can jump in anywhere, uh, be, even because there's so much content. If you want to know more about the backstory, there are season and episode recaps for everything that we've done on our Wikipedia page, as well as prolific fan fiction <laughs> about individual characters. Uh, and I, I call it fan fiction. It's not. It's canonical fan fiction. Uh, the person who writes it is a very, very talented writer and really found the spirit of all the characters and writes about these little moments in the game that don't break what that moment is. So the game uh, itself is more interesting, in my opinion, than a lot of other tabletop role-playing game shows because the audience controls what happens. You know? Well, yeah, but, I mean, most of the time people will tip in on Twitch and you'll get, like, a little plus-one bonus or whatever if somebody sends you money. We take it many steps further we let them rewrite entire scenes we let them you know give obviously buffs and to help the players along trolls if they want to mess with the players special abilities sometimes we we have uh, abilities that let them like that make them rather switch character sheets for an entire round so they have to play a completely different character in the middle of a fight you know they're suddenly standing in a different place with different abilities fighting somebody completely new uh 
Bro, let me get this straight. You're you're literally like sitting there based upon your Twitch viewers. You're sitting there actually like letting them, you know, go absolutely ape. Eh, yeah. Uh, on you know on changing things up for you guys mm-hmm. and still seeing what it does. Right, dude. That's and this is you're just doing this on Twitch. We're, yeah, we're just doing this on Twitch. Really? Yeah. Because I'm on Twitch constantly, like, watching stuff like this. I, dude, I'm even going to start getting into you guys just so I can mess with you. Yeah, no, that, right. that, then that's a perfectly legitimate reason to start watching the show. If you just want to come mess with us online, like, I write very, very detailed, huge story arcs that take years to play out. And uh, I have let my audience completely mess that up. Over and over again, and all it does is add to the story. So it's it's my it's my baby, you know. It is something that I created with my friend Chris, and my friend James has since come on and taken over a lot of the story stuff. And I think we've created something completely unique and very very entertaining. Cool. All right. So uh, that is uh, uh, what do you say do you, on Sexton? Uh, do you say uh, yay or nay? I'm a yay. I'm definitely a yay. I'd say a yay, uh, as long as it's not too expensive. Like I said, uh, uh, price point thir- will be an issue. Price uh, point will be an issue. Thirty dollars uh, anywhere else, but uh, in Washington State, uh, uh, you know, probably more like forty, uh, forty-five. Uh, anything more wouldn't wouldn't pay for it. Uh, but but definitely good, high quality whiskey, and uh, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, as you can see, uh, back behind us, uh, they're setting up for uh, Pamela Moore. Uh, we're all fans of uh, Sister I Mary I herself. Do, I thought I was doing my one-man Hamlet today. If you want to do, if you want to do a one-man Hamlet, we can totally set something up. No, not even I'm that egotistical. Okay. <laughs> all right. Tune in next week to see if we can talk Christian Doyle into doing a one-man Hamlet. <laughs>